Welcome to Daughter and Dad Podcast, where my dad and I have fun conversations about all kinds of things. In this episode, we play with our food. Don't forget to check out our website, daughteranddadpodcast.com. We have some cool merch. Now on to episode 11. Hola, Prue. Hola, Papa. How are you doing? I am doing great. How are you doing, Dad? I'm doing so well. I had a great awesome. day. Hey, your hair looks great. Thank you. Yeah, I got it cut short and sassy. I like it. All right. Your hair's going short and mine's going longer. I know. Mine grows so fast. I have to cut it every six weeks if I'm going to keep it shorter. So maybe I'll grow it longer again in the summer. I don't know. Uh, well, I got stressed out this morning. And so the only way I knew how to cure it was I did laundry. Oh, Dad, laundry is always relaxing. What stressed you out? Well, when I did laundry, it was a load off my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I had to okay, start that's with pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. No, I wasn't stressed out at all. Oh, well, I got into a car accident this past week, so I think I need to do 10 loads of laundry to get all that off my mind. <laughs> oh, well, how are you? Are you all healed now? No bumps or bruises? I am all healed. And so for all you viewers and listeners, I was just driving merrily down my way, about to make a right-hand turn, and a young lady behind me wasn't paying attention. She was texting on her phone, and she slammed into me at 40 miles per hour, and I went flying over the median, and uh, at least she admitted it, and her insurance is taking care of everything. But she was funny because she got out her phone, opened up her progressive insurance app and she is like she's just standing there like nothing happened and i'm all shaken up not even sure what to do i'm trying to like figure out oh no do i take pictures of the cars do i call the police i don't even know what to do and she's just like inputting the claim right then and there and she looks at me and just shrugs her shoulders and says i've been in a lot of accidents <laughs> <laughs> I learned something about cooking today. Uh, not today. Oh, why did you learn? Last night. And I used it this morning. Well, I wasn't cooking exactly. But last night I saw I saw a YouTube video by a Chinese cook. And he was going to do a stir-fried broccoli. I love broccoli. And I love stir-fried broccoli. I don't have a wok, but he was using a wok. But the first thing he did was to say, how he buys his broccoli, and I'm talking broccoli crowns. And he says, make sure the stalks, are not... here I hear my Boston accent. I grew up near Boston, folks. And so every once in a while, it's stalks instead of stalks. Stalks. <laughs> well, he says, if the stalks, are... <laughs> <laughs> if the stalks are long, it's old broccoli. If they're smaller, it's fresher broccoli. So when I went to HEB, our local grocery today, I made sure when I picked up my broccoli crowns, I made sure the stocks were smaller. Now, the next thing he did, and this I didn't know, and I actually did research after I heard him say this to see if it was really accurate. He said, because I've always wondered this, 
how do you make sure there's no bacteria on the broccoli? It's so hard to wash those things. You're not going to take a vegetable scrub brush and scrub the crown, right? No. And the things bunch so tight together, you can't get up inside all those little spaces. So usually I just rinse it off and and say a prayer, say a Hail Mary, that I don't get sick. <laughs> it's worked so far. <laughs> Power of prayer with broccoli. Well, what he does, he puts it in a big pan, fills it with water, and dumps salt in with it. He said the salt, he spoke in Chinese, but his son was an interpreter. The salt kills the bacteria. Well, that's the first thing I looked up on the web afterwards. Sure yeah. enough, salt will do that. So when I came home today, I soaked it for six minutes in salty water. Then he said, you have to rinse it and soak it again in clean and fresh water because I didn't want to be eating a salt, salted broccoli. Well, anyways, so that, that's a tip. Dad, that's an amazing tip. I did not know either of those things. First of all, that, that broccoli with the longer stems is older broccoli. I, of course, that makes sense, but I never thought about that. And salt one. tip. Dad, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to assault my broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, be nonviolent in your assault. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I learned, I was reading a piece on HuffPost online. Yeah. And they were quoting a person who is the person wrote a book on doing laundry. Now, I, I'm always doing laundry. It never ends. But I think any of our listeners will say, yeah, it never ends. It's like never dish. ends. Never ends. I don't like it to get big piles. Okay. I just like, like to keep it clean. And, and then I fold, sort, and deliver. Right? You know what that's all about. I do. Well, my machine, I'm sure, as most modern machines, they have tons of settings. I'm going to get a setting for towels, a setting for delicates, a, de a setting for regulars and setting for you name it there's a setting for it well this guy said it was a male this guy said you only need one setting on your washer okay so what do, what do you think is the one setting and he says he washes all his clothes on this one setting and it works perfectly and i tested it on towels to see if it worked because if my towels don't come out clean if they smell I mean, right they're, they're going to go back in so I tested it yesterday. What do you think the one setting is? I did not get it right. Hmm? I am going to guess uh, permanent press. That's what I guessed. Okay, and it's not? No, speed wash. What? Yeah, so yesterday I threw a load in of towels. Speed wash for me is 15 minutes, but I put on an extra rinse cycle, so kicked it up to 18. Man, those towels got done, bum, bum. Tossed them right in, and when they came out of the dryer, first thing I did was the big Italian nose test. Right. Right? They smelled perfect, just great. And I said, man, oh my that shuts that down from an hour and 15 minutes to 18 minutes. I can't believe this. Dad, I actually, a load of laundry just finished, and I was hoping it would finish before we started our conversation so that it, the microphones wouldn't pick it up and dad that thing was going for like 78 minutes or something yeah, you know yeah, it was exactly. like in its towel so i put it on the heavy duty wash but now i'm doing speed wash next time try try it next time it worked for me and i threw it was a decent sized load of towels and he also said don't use 
too much detergent. You wash your clothes, don't need it to get clean. And if you put in a lot of detergent, what it does during the machine's rinse cycle, it doesn't take all the detergent out. And so you get laundry that's stuck with detergent still in it and it hasn't rinsed out all the all the dirt. So he says it's better to go lighter. It'll wash them just as clean. And when you do when you when it rinses through, it'll get rid of everything. Dad, that's crazy. Okay, I am learning so much from you today. Between broccoli and the laundry, this is going to be an efficient household over here. <laughs> that's when you, that's that's what you have to do when you're making it on your own in America. <laughs> that's right. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, fruit. I mentioned when we were chatting. Uh, yesterday, what famous, if you could have lunch with a famous author, just lunch, could be dinner, but just enjoying their company, who would it be? Can it be any author alive or dead? Sure. Okay. I would pick uh, Kurt Vonnegut. He's written so many incredible books that impacted me, especially growing up. I read Cat's Cradle. Um, Slaughterhouse Five, some of these books that kind of verge on science fiction and just the way he uses language touched me and made me want to be a writer, which I have become a writer. So I really credit Vonnegut to um, realizing one of my dreams, which is being a writer and writing beautiful stories. I, I think that his words just are they are unexpected and he makes connections between things you wouldn't normally connect together and he's funny and interesting and all of his works are social commentaries too about True. just our, you know our humanity and how ridiculous essentially we are as human beings so that that's who i would pick how about you dad well, isn't he from indiana he's from indiana and that's right. Daniel, married in indiana we were married in indiana there you go there you go. Well, for me, I thought, I need someone who's lighthearted and fun. And I thought, who could that be? Well, who else could it be for me who's lighthearted and fun but Dr. Seuss? And I <laughs> I actually got, I, I took out an ebook from him today. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> I, I wanted to read a piece from it because I thought it was, I said, this is Dr. Seuss. And he could, at lunch, I think he's dead now. But if he were he lunch, if he's at lunch with me, he could talk like this, and I would love it. Okay. I'll just read it for a second. When I was quite young and quite small for my size, I met an old man in the desert of, of Dries. And he sang me a song I'll never forget, at least while well, I haven't forgotten it yet. He sat in a he sat in a terribly prickly place, but he sang with a sunny, sweet smile on his face. When you think things are bad and you feel sour and blue, when you start to get mad, you should do what I do. So, folks, I'm just going to stop it there. Okay, I'll just go on because who could let her leave that like that? That's like a spoiler alert. Okay, Me. just tell yourself, Ducky, you're really quite lucky. Some people are much more, oh, ever so much more, oh, muchly, muchly, more, more, more unlucky than you. I wow. I love love that. That's so powerful. I wish my priest would do that as a sermon this week. Just read Dr. 
Dad, you know, you'd learn a lot. Now I have a funny Dr. Seuss story for you that you may remember, I'm not sure. When we were kids, you used to read us this Dr. Seuss book. And I, I don't remember the name of it. I think it was something like, what was I afraid of? Or no. something like that. But it was about these green pants. Green. With, with nobody, nobody inside, them. inside them and dad you would that's how you would say it that's how you would say it. nobody inside, them. Nobody dad, inside had, them dad you read that to us so many times i had so many nightmares about that book oh. <laughs> my apologies <laughs> i hope you don't oh my gosh i even refused to read that to my granddaughter tegan because i thought i'm not going to give her those same uh, phobias about the about the empty green pants with nobody inside them i know that i know that at the end the um the little creature the character main character in the green pants became friends but however i never became friends with those green pants <laughs> and i'll bet you never bought a pair of green pants in your life <laughs> <laughs> dad i'm afraid of green pants <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, well, I have two friends with me today. You do? Mm -hmm. Who? Chico and Chica. Oh nice. man, Dad, I forgot oh, to bring my friends. <laughs> okay, I was gonna, I was supposed to bring broccoli people and I completely blipped on it and I was meant to go to Sprouts, but then I got caught up having to deal with the insurance stuff yesterday. So here's my oh. friends. Here's well. my little broccoli friends. <laughs> well, who are you? You know broccoli. I think you live. <laughs> okay, for all those listeners who aren't watching this, I am using my finger and pretending it's a a stalk of broccoli. It's a longer. I got a long finger, so it's obviously it's an old stalk of broccoli, right? <laughs> and Dad's holding up a shishito pepper. Talking <laughs> in a falsetto voice. I'm going to talk in a falsetto voice, too. This is, I'm Bobby the Broccoli. Well, my name's Chico, and I think you need some spice in your life. Oh, Chico, I like you, Chico. I think that we would be good together. Do you know in the air fryer. Want to go in the air fryer with me for lunch? No, no, no. But I'd rather do salsa. <laughs> I bet you dance a mean salsa, Chico. you the salsa. <laughs> And I'm Frida. I'm Frida the Broccoli. Oh. <laughs> Folks, you can have fun any place, any time. You don't have to pay anything for it. Pick up a couple of shishitos and go into Fantasy World. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can use your fingers as any kind of character. But he's going to throw some fire tonight. That's for sure. Well, his hands are getting confused here. <laughs> I think Dr. Seuss could do something with this, Dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're best <friends> anyways. <laughs> okay, you folks have probably had enough of that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That actually was a lot of fun. <laughs> You just don't take things so seriously. Get off the news and have some fun with life. Life's meant to be enjoyed.
I went to the gym today and I have to, I just have to unload and share my gym pet peeves. Oh, I, dad, I am ready for this because I've got a list of pet peeves myself. You start. Well, I, first of all, I like my gym. I like the people there, but every once in a while, especially when I'm on the weight machines, some guy will come in and of course he's got his biceps are as big as my thighs. You know, <laughs> he's wearing a cutoff shirt so everybody sees them. Usually though, he has a gut too, but okay. So this guy's on the tricep machine and he puts a water bottle on top of the tricep machine. That's okay, he's doing it. I said, I'm gonna do the tricep machine next. But then he goes over to the bicep machine and he has another bottle of water and puts it on top of the, there. So he's using two machines and you, you just look, he said, should I go over there? No, he hit me once on the top of the, my head and make me a thumbtack. <laughs> <laughs> so forget it until he, until, he, until he gets done. I didn't want to interrupt his rhythm. But that's a pet peeve. One machine at a time, it's not going to mean life or death, right? And the other thing, okay, I don't know if you've, those folks of you go to the gym, but... And at my gym, there are two floors. On the second floor is where they have all the aerobic equipment. I go on the second floor, I go on the elliptical after I do my weights. And the elliptical overlooks, overlooks the free weight machine. I usually take my iPad, my iPad. That's where Dr. Seuss was. I usually <laughs> take my iPad and I read a novel. I haven't been reading Dr. Seuss, but I may start now. I probably could go through 10 of those and get a library library star for my forehead <laughs> being a good reader that's right dad yeah yeah <laughs> well anyways i'm i'm getting into a deep part because i like these these thrillers and adventures and all of a sudden i hear this and i think <laughs> is somebody having a bad bowel movement oh and i just look over this some big brute trying to lift this weight that's too heavy for him and afraid it's going to throw, fall down on his neck and choke him to death. So I'm freaking out about him. He doesn't have a spotter. And I'm thinking, man, man, that guy just got out of the cave. But I'm not going to complain to him either. Okay, those are my, <laughs> those are the only that, two I have. Those are pretty good. Now I have a pet peeve about some of those burly muscle guys too. I cannot tell you, no, I have a new gym that I've started because um, my other one closed down and they're, they're moving to another part of town. So I signed up for a new gym a couple months ago now. And this new gym is wonderful. It's super close, very fancy. And the muscle guys there, they will come up to any of the ladies that look super, you know, wearing the super short, booty shorts and the sports bras, and they're always offering to help them. <laughs> Have they offered to help me? No. Or me. <laughs> but they're always flirting with the ladies. And I don't know, I find that kind of annoying. And speaking of the ladies, my other pet peeve is that you go into the women's room and you just want to get dressed and clean up and so many of the women, they park themselves in front of the mirrors and they have all of their makeup and their curling irons and their hair dryers and 
all this stuff spread all out and they're hogging the mirror. They're hogging the mirror for like half an hour. So I end up just going home all gross and dirty figure. I'll wash at home. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good pet peeves. Those are good pet peeves. Those are good pet peeves. Well, those are the only ones we have, though, so our gyms must be pretty good. They must be pretty good. I think so. I think so. You got any good plans coming up? Let's see. Well, Dad, I do have some big plans coming up the, um, for April 8th. April 8th, everybody, listeners and viewers, is the total solar eclipse, the great American solar eclipse. And we won't have another one for decades. So, 2044. That's right. 2044. So, you know, now is the time. If you're going to do it, get out there and go someplace where it's going to be the the path of totality is making this north south swath right up through the center of the united states and san antonio where where dad lives is one of the places so i have reserved the guest bedroom <laughs> and i'm coming out to see the eclipse well i have to tell you in the san antonio news this week san antonio is such a big city it stretches yes 100 miles in diameter okay so it won't be a total eclipse every place in san antonio but yeah. the path itself goes right over my house and no way. it goes right over where i live in that area stone oak goes right over that area right over right over and so we're going to be Dad. right in the center of the eclipse the darkest darkest part of the eclipse Dad, I am so excited. That is going to be such a great day. It actually happens at 1.33 in the afternoon. Dad, how perfect is that? It means the sun's mm -hmm. going to be nice and high, so it's not like we're trying to like look at it over people's backyards because it's low on the horizon. It's yeah. perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect time. Uh, April sun in Texas, that time of the day, will be perfectly high in the center of the sky. It'll be great. <sighs> Yeah. I cannot wait. I'm well, so excited. And viewers and listeners, we're going to tell you all about it after it happens. We'll do a um, we'll do a podcast from my dad's. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah that yeah. would be, fun. be lots of fun. Yeah. yeah. So 2024 is the next one. So don't miss this one. But you all can't come to my house, but you can't come to San Antonio. And you can visit Daughter and Dad podcast. <laughs> and what? see our coverage broadcasting live from san antonio hey we should That's broadcast right. live we could stream Dad, it live during let's the... do a live. let's do a live stream i learned how to do this recently so let's do a live stream oh that would be so much fun yeah let's do it let's do it <laughs> right as it's getting darker and darker what i want what i'm looking forward to hearing is all of a sudden the cicadas and the birds going <sighs> going totally silent because it's nighttime yes. it tricks the system yes yes it, everything all the birds everything will get completely silent i cannot wait i've never actually well when i was a kid there was a total solar eclipse in the area that we were living at at the time but mom was so afraid of us um burning yeah. our eyes out that she closed all the all the window shades in the house and wouldn't let us look at it <laughs> So this is my big chance, Dad. <laughs> Your big, big chance. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, last 
last fall, I, we did get a very, very decent eclipse view here, but it just had the ring around it. But this time it'll totally block it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last fall was the annular eclipse and this one's the total. So yeah, this is, this is the big deal. Big, big deal. Well, yeah, that is exciting. I think this is this was really a lot of fun today. We had lots of laughs. I hope you enjoyed it too, viewers. And the question that I have for our viewers, Pro, okay, yes. if you could have lunch with a favorite author, just enjoy the author and the author enjoy you. Who would it be? Let us know in comments. And I want to know, I've got two questions for our viewers. What are your gym pet peeves? And if you were going to play with your food, what food would you pick? <laughs> I would pick shishitos. <laughs> I would pick finger broccoli. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I wish we had finger finger puppets that were food. That would be fun. Oh man, that would be really fun. Dad, you know what? I'm gonna get the sewing machine out and make us some. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, amiga. Adios, Papa. Love you. Love you too. Adios, amigos out there. Adios, amigo. Thanks for listening. We love all of our viewers and listeners. Please check out our website at daughteranddadpodcast.com and we'd love to hear from you in comments. Please like and subscribe too.